Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 227. Joined in the studio with Linz, who, well, we talked about a lot of of stuff. It's our Halloween extravaganza episode. Yeah, we did kind of have a theme around stuff that we talked about. We Halloween when this podcast pops on the internet. That is true. It will be popped on Monday. However, we did speak a little bit of Grand Rapids Comic Con last week, and I shared some stories uh, from the con. Uh, we also talked about some some horse Hor- hor- horror. Damn it! <laughs> I promised myself I wouldn't make that joke. <laughs> horror? Yeah, talk about some of our favorite uh, horror slash scary yes. um, comic books as well as movies. Movies. Yep. We got we we did cover Venom. You got into a little Venom news. Um, also the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Deadpool <laughs> and Captain Planet. Yep, and I and I reviewed Love and Rockets. Actually, a really good book. Yes, it was an amazing book. So, so everyone, um, raise a glass and enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast, episode 227. Don't be a Halloweeny. back around <laughs> is this thing working is it on are we there is this going is this a thing <laughs> <laughs> so you know i okay I, I do think that i am genuinely funny sometimes half the time because half the things that i put on facebook i have seen somewhere else or right. a modified joke there are other ones that i have originally thought up and posted because i thought they were kind of funny and I do personally like the likes when I post something of yeah. my own. That this, but I love the Facebook uh, um, like memory thing because it being midway through uh, football season right now, and usually when the Lions have a bye week, I have for the the past couple years posted, "Hey, the Lions can't lose this week," and no, and the same seeing, joke every year. Yeah, and I. I've never used this time, or the time, you know, whatever thing that before, so I've never really realized that I keep posting (laughs) it all the time until the last, like, three weeks in a row, (laughs) that same joke has popped up, and I'm like, oh. (laughs) But the reason why you remind me, not only football season, but also the, one of those Jack Handy quotes of, yeah, I love playing pranks on on my nephew. Like, the other day, got him in the car and said, we're going to go to Disney World. But what I really did was I brought him down to the docks where there was a burnt-down uh, building and said, oh, my gosh, Disney World oh, burnt down. <laughs> he cried and cried, and when I thought I was going to bring him to Disney World, I realized it was getting too late, so we just went home. <laughs> and I saw that, and I'm like, I think I might do that. Oh, <laughs> and I, poor my mom. And I wouldn't want... I, I know, that's the thing. I would think it's hilarious. Right. Other people think it's hilarious. Matt might punch you in the face. He'd probably. I'd be like, man. He's not an overly violent person, but he might. 
that's what I I can't personally do that to my nephew, but for the good of the laugh, I feel like he'd appreciate it later in life. He he would. You could just randomly kidnap a child. <laughs> that always works out, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we are, so we are there. You were there. Yeah. Yay! I'm back. How is uh? I missed Comic Con, and I'm sad. Well, but how was it? Did you did you guys did you guys do your my my your, what your challenges? Well, funny you should mention that because yeah. as your your other voice in your head isn't here this week. <laughs> no, I um was bored with him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's we're, on, on timeout. We're all bored with him because, to tell you the truth, um, he didn't do his challenge. In fact, he, he had an easy challenge. No shit. And he, he was, well, A, honestly, we both kind of forgot, like we do all the time. Because <laughs> I just fucking turned on the podcast and listened. But wasn't it like 10 Harley Quinns or something? Yeah, and 10 Deadpools. Super easy. Yeah. You could have done that, it all at once. Yeah, there was that many that we saw. There was even a Harley Quinn. We just thought it was 10 Harley Quinns, which either or. But we ran into a bunch of them. Should I get a picture? I go, yeah. He's like, oh, maybe next. Like, he really didn't give two shits. Oh, and Derek is... Young Neil, you're grounded. He's just boring. Oh, he I'm not saying that really, because I do like hanging out with him, and we did have fun this weekend. But, dude, come on, for for a free six-pack. Right. Um, What was... Didn't you also give him a secondary challenge? Yeah, he he to wrestle Dan Doherty. Oh, wrestle? Yeah. Oh, that would have been hilarious. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. He they sounded did... like he was more into that one, which I don't know what that says about Derek. But <laughs> They did get into a sparring match of words where yes. they made fun of each other. Yeah, well, there was interview. a whole Twitter battle between Drunk on Comics, which was Derek, and <laughs> um, Dan and Dirk and Brian O'Halloran. Got into the mix too, which I thought was funny. Called oh, yeah. out Dirk and Dan. Um, so you asked for a Red Ranger sandwich, yes, and I and I was like, what if they're not next to each other? Which they definitely weren't. Um, so that didn't happen. No, you couldn't you, make it happen. No, but you did give me a secondary yes, challenge. I did, and ah, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to hide the kiss, but it didn't quite hide. There's no contact there. I was well. You, you got to forgive whoever is taking the picture. And in fact, he gave me one Aww. back. I'll buy Dirk a six pack of Shirley Temples too. <laughs> Do they sell those? So, so I owe you beer. Yep. All right. Well, think about what kinds you want. Mm-hmm. You get beer. Derek gets nothing. I know. In fact, you know what I think next time we do one of these bets? Because it's got to go, I mean, the bet's got to be fair right. for all of us. Yeah. And I do feel it's kind of lopsided, but you also missed the concept was your punishment, I guess. Yes, it was. Um, I had to go to Northern Michigan. That was also my punishment. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also thinking to make it more interesting, we would then have to buy you. I was more or less thinking that when I already won and Derek lost. So, like, <laughs> Like he if you guys a... didn't do it, you'd have to give yeah. me beer. That, or at least attempt to do it. That would probably... Yes, there has to be an effort. Yeah, because... Yeah, he did have an easy one. Kissing Dirk Manning on the face is obviously... He he, he loves kisses, I'm assuming. He let you kiss his face, so... Well, I just flat out guys, said... I flat out said I need this to win a six-pack. Don't, don't kiss Dirk Manning without his consent, though. Yeah. Because he will... He's a black belt. He will... 
destroy you. Well, I think that's the only color belt he has. <laughs> also true. Um, but, uh, fuck, I was going to say something important, too. About, about how awesome the con was? No, not, well, uh, we will get to the con okay. in a sec. Uh, the other bet that we have, the Darth Vader movie times. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. made my time limit without having seen that trailer. Yeah. And then I saw the trailer, I'm like, I'm going to fucking lose. There's, he's totally going to be in there longer than five minutes. Yeah. Well, you're going to lose hardcore. I don't know why you pick so low of a number. Because they are always teasing you with, I don't know. I mean, that's a super low number. It is, less than Four would be like the lowest that I would say... So are you going to up yours? You, you, the only way you can go is over Derek. I know, but then he would then switch. I mean, it would be more like likely for us to all switch to a better. Yeah. But I, I still think eh, Derek needs a win. And <laughs> <laughs> says so he's more likely going to win. But then if it's out, if it's outside of his little realm of those three minutes going oh, that yeah, way, then no, no one, one wins. wins. So. So I think it's fair within... I know I'm not going to win, but I still think it'd be funny if it was less than a minute. Yeah, that <laughs> he just fun. shows up for that one scene yeah, and then leaves. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also have up to, was it three minutes, I guess? Or oh, two yeah, minutes, yeah, 50... Yeah, yeah. What's halfway between one and... Yeah, three yeah. minutes. Yeah, because you have three, four... Oh, no, you have two... We can't do the fucking math. No, oh, up to I'm really two and a half. Because you have between... Two and a half and four. Right. Oh, be, yeah, 4.9. Would, would be, yeah. Yeah. So what if you're, like, right on the cusp of, like... That would be hot. I can see that winning. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the con was fun. Um, I ended up picking up some of the most awesome long boxes ever because they look like Optimus yes. Prime's trailer truck. I like how it's one's a short box and one's a long box. Mm-hmm. Got the cab and everything. Yeah. Um, had a blast uh, hanging out with fellow podcasters, um, hanging out with Derek, um, our Derek, but then old Derek. Also old Derek. And, and it's funny, too, the whole weekend, just us calling them. Like, that is, I'm I'm going to stop apologizing for doing that, because it's They've just... They've both embraced it. I've also tried to, yeah, yeah they call them that, yeah. too. I'm new Derek, and I'm old Derek. Yeah. I just need to start using their full name and just using their last name, oh, but yeah. that also works a little bit. I'm trying to embrace that, but... I still like old Derek and young Neil. I know, but... <laughs> um... So how was the layout? And I was I was interested to find out because Derek said they were expanding into the other part of the DeVos Hall. Did they make the con space bigger? Yes. Did it make it feel more roomy in there? Yes. Okay. It, I mean, it it was it definitely was growing. I think though part of they had a bit of a problem with that. Um. With where they put some of the panels uh, and some of the other halls and everything, people, well, this is the biggest um, gripe, going up the escalators to some of the the other rooms where mm-hmm. we did a uh, podcast panel, um, was that they were only letting certain amount of people get on the escalators at a time going up. They didn't want, because I guess the escalator broke at one point, in which oh, case they but, wouldn't let them use it as stairs. They, I was say, then they're just stairs yeah. at that point. <laughs> and that's what we kept saying. So they were then had a person downstairs 
stopping people from even going upstairs. And if you see a line to go up a fucking escalator, you're not going to go. You up better the be going up there for something very important. Right. And if you're not, then why go up the escalator? That's weird. And there's not another way to way to get up there. I guess not. So that was one of the bigger things of uh, that's sad for anyone that was up there doing podcasts, um, right? Or panels. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, well, every year it gets better. There was a um, a room though, like I call it, like cafeteria room slash uh, the battle bots room, where they had a lot of. They weren't really battle bots, but they were robot type creations that. Um, My kid was there for that. He was. He's in robotics club, the first tech challenge. No, he was actually there this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see yeah. him. Yeah, he's part of the robotics, his middle school robotics club, so they were there showing off their robots what and does, stuff. W- like, he made all those robots? No, just one of them. Which one? There's I, one that, like, shoots balls, there's one that shoots frisbees. I think it's the ball one. Okay. Yeah. It looked like, though, like, people, I didn't sit down there, because uh-huh. I was too busy on the con floor, but it looked like people could kind of control. It looked fun. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I it's, love, but then again, too, though, I was also looking at them, like, these are PC battle bots. I love that show, and... These don't All have right. flamethrowers so, and spikes. No, because the the first tech challenge, and then I think it's called something else once you hit high school, but essentially... Puberty? <laughs> you, they give, every year at the beginning of the season, they give the robots like a purpose that they have to do. Like last year it was they had to be able to scale a mountain, and I'm using air quotes and only Tony can see them, but they had to, it was not a mountain, it was like a ladder essentially, and like save people and release these little things on sliders and then push boxes into a certain area on the on the playing field and stuff like that. What so, if the purpose was to give it sentience? Like your purpose, what is your purpose? <laughs> that would be really <laughs> impressive, a bunch of middle schoolers who can barely focus on writing a sentence and create a sentient robot but (laughs) (laughs) it is it is i think i have a lot of fun i think it's really good for kids to get into that kind of stuff yeah but the convention like like all conventions uh holy crap tired beyond belief afterwards and then on top of that just being sad um sad it's over yeah always you always have the the lag the con lag Afterwards, not not seeing some of our friends there, but having a blast with the people that were. Yeah, Um, karaoke go. Who won? Um, were you there for the battle? Yes, and with this again, as what we're saying, (coughs) Derek is kind of a little bit of he didn't finish his challenge and he didn't really try so much, and I really feel like we need a. Light a fire under his Did ass. Did he not karaoke? No. <gasps> he spent all that time shit talking and he didn't karaoke. See, I don't. I went up and I got up and sang and then I told him, okay, we should do this song. Go put it in. And then later I found out he didn't fucking put it in. Oh, <laughs> so you did it. I'm like, my God, Derek. Aww. So, so you guys clearly didn't win the challenge. No, but, um, well, me and, uh, um, my uh, another buddy we sang well me and Derek sang not so old Derek old sang old Derek OD um yep <laughs> and ODB uh, <laughs> sorry <laughs> I don't know why that made me giggle so much but and then I uh, had a, a buddy come out too and sang but what we could clearly say though is Dirk 
I don't feel like was a clear winner either. No. The showman, but but just because you have high energy doesn't mean the songs you picked, like, oh, no. <laughs> Showroom show Blitz? Or Ballroom Blitz, sorry. Uh, my favorite one that he ever did is when he did Dirk Alicia's. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I also wrote down a couple songs past or since then. Like, man, that would have been a good one. We could have thrown in... Because I want to do a little bit more um, curtailing some of the lyrics. But if you're singing with someone else, you need to make sure they're going to sing not the actual lyric, but like, you know... Right. Back Throw up. in DOC or yeah. Drunk on Comics or, you know, oh, people's like, names. Yeah, add stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. I would not be good at that. I don't sing, though, so... Well. <laughs> so, kind of was good. Um, it's over. And it was sad. Yeah. I'm sad I missed it, but there will be more. There always is. Yes. Um, One of the sad things, too, was uh, also seeing that uh, last year at this weekend, this time, was also uh, old Derek's last time on the show. Oh, was it? Yep. Yeah, that is sad. It's been a whole year since he's been gone. Wow. Since you've been gone. <laughs> Don't get into singing, because we'll, <laughs> we'll understand lyrics that I never knew before. Oh, uh, man. I wish... I, I do need to just hit start hitting record when we're pre, pre-showing it, because it's when it's some edited of the best... in. We yeah. do, like, little after blips uh, after, the, after the the credit song yep. or whatever. Oh, just got a, a text from... Turned off my ringer this time. No! My cousin wanting to know what I'm going to be for Halloween. Yes, because you are notorious for your Halloween costumes. Yes. Notorious. Uh, well, so, last year I was infamous for mine <laughs> because I got a contact high. You and did. I missed pretty much most of Comic-Con, list, Comic-Con yeah. last year. Yeah, because you uh, painted your box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Painted it well. Painted it like a like a brick. Yeah. <laughs> and one is the yellow brick road, so giant box was uh, in it in a giant box that painted it yellow, and then painted it with the, like. It did you looked... paint it while it was on your head? How did this contact? How you did it in your closed garage, didn't you? No, no, it wasn't even that. So you understand that cardboard or cardboard is not. A flat surface, right? It soaks in because mm-hmm. it's yeah paper as well. So paint that is not fully dry, as well as it's kind of porous on the inside. Uh, uh, you had fumes the whole time you wore it, didn't you? Because I spray painted it that day and put many coats on it, and it was dry then, touching it dry. But if you don't let it air out right fully, it's going to have the the chemicals soaked into, you know, it's just like getting cardboard wet. It's yeah, it's, well, like wet cardboard is ruined for the rest of its life. Yeah. So, <laughs> having wore this on my shoulders over my head, I thought by the end of the night I was just drunk and happy and <laughs> shit. I not knowing the difference. And but then you then, thought you had a hangover the next day or something, didn't you? Well, I puked in my friend's car. Yeah. Puke, told him to pull over because I was gonna puke again. Puked on the side of the highway. I just thought I drank, but I was also thinking, like, I only had four drinks. For me, four drinks is definitely not a lot. No. I I mean, there's been times where I've 
really gone out and about and yeah. drank a lot, and even then, not feeling half as bad. And right. it wasn't until, like, light bulb clicked of, I was wearing a costume that had paint. and You were huffing the whole night. Pretty much so. That's ultimately <laughs> what it was. And I just got... Killed a shit ton of brain cells. Yes. And so this year... Well, and then two years ago I went as... But I actually spray painted that a couple weeks prior. Or I made it a little bit earlier. I probably was a little bit contact high then too. Because I've been like... I've, yeah, I'm concerned now for this one that you're doing now. Well, I've been in a box for like the multiple years of the year before that. I was all about that base. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was a base. Um... The, oh, the year before was the wrecking ball. No, yeah, one year is the you were you were Bill Cosby. Oh, Bill Cosby was last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Was that, with, was with that last pill, year? Oh, because pill. you did the you did two different costumes last year, didn't you? The Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, was for like a party. Yep. And then you were Bill Cosby, which was very for, divisive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and and Bill Cosby was for, also because there was a wedding that day. Oh, okay. Um, you just throw a sweater on over here. I had met giant pills yeah. that I made. Uh, I also have all my costumes still. And then one year I went as a human centipede. Oh, oh! I don't even. I don't even. I made my own shirt that looked like the logo from it, and then I got two blow up dolls and I attached them ass to mouth and then to my ass and just <laughs> oh had them follow me around. And oh my that was God. right when that movie came out. So that was six years ago, yeah, maybe. Yeah, five years ago. A lot of people thought that one was funny, too. It sounds funny. You won an award for your Wrecking Ball one. Yeah, won $1,000. That was yeah. great. Uh, so this year, all because I was trying to think of something unique to make, um, going as the Iron Throne, Game of Thrones. And because I didn't want to just be the only one, I kind of, I knew one of my buddies was going as, as Jon Snow. He's been kind of growing his hair out long. Oh, just kind so he could like, be Jon Snow? I think he's been kind of growing it out just a little bit anyways, but since midway through summer, he's like, oh, I could just keep this going a bit and yeah. start growing my beard again. And he kind of he kind of looks the part a bit. Um, so I knew I, at least I had one other person to be out with. So I threw up in a group message of, let's all go as Game of Thrones characters. I'm building and making uh, my buddy uh, slash roommate, his last name is Stark, so we want to be Ned Stark. Oh. So making his costume with... Is it just going to be a head? <laughs> That's what we've thought of a couple. <laughs> have his head slit and stuff. Yeah. He's going to be, no, the alive version. Oh, okay. However, using my brother's swords and, and everything and some of his elaborate chainmail stuff. If you need swords, Tony's not the McKay brother you see. <laughs> no, Matt definitely has all that stuff. So, um, got a group together, and what makes my my costume unique was is a it's coming along great, a few final touches, but it transforms. So I'm like pretty much a standing, makes pretty sense. much wall. In fact, I could probably repurpose this and like just put my hands up like this, and I could go as like Han Solo and Carbonite. <laughs> The way that it looks, because I look like a kind of giant, like walking, mm-hmm. just flat surface with a couple cuts in it, with my hands sticking out. But I have a, but but I have a. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, because I was thinking, I have a chair attached to my butt so that I can literally sit down, and when I sit down in that position, this thing folds to my body, so it looks it like creeps. a chair. Yeah. So then, ladies can. Sit on your lap. 
Yes. Yeah. And I also at one point had originally thought of, well, never mind. Yeah, I really don't know that anybody wants to know what you were just going to say. <laughs> I was going to originally say re-make it sturdier so everyone could sit sure, on okay. my lap. That's cool. I was... I'm an equal opportunity lapist. All right. <laughs> what are you going to be? I originally was going to be, because I was going to go to a Quentin Tarantino dance party, and I was going to be Daryl Hannah's character from Kill Bill in her little nurse outfit. Okay. But then I just didn't want to buy a nurse outfit. So you're going to go as G. Yeah. Reagan slash tomorrow, tomorrow I'm Michelangelo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for work. Do you have another group doing that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you kind of need to, if you're going to be a turtle, have a group to yeah. go with, yeah, right? Yeah. That's you can't what just I was be a- one turtle. Thank you. <laughs> one of my friends was saying how she could be a Ninja Turtle. We're like, well, who else are you dressed up with? Well, no, I was just, why? If you're just going to be one turtle, then you at least need to put in the commitment and buy, like, the three other Ninja Turtle toys or stuffed animals. Yeah, have and, them like, with you. Have them with you. No, the only, other, the only other way to do that is if you have all four different colored masks mm-hmm. and the weapons and somehow store it on you. And throughout the night, you switch your mask with the weapons. <laughs> that would so be great when people too. start saying Michelangelo, like, I'm Leo, what the hell? Like, <laughs> that would be perfect for a single yes. like, turtle costume. Other than that, you need to have your group. You need to have a group. Yes, for sure. Unless, unless you're going to be April O'Neil. Unless you are Raph and you have then Casey Jones, in which case those two kind of pair together. That's true. That's true. You could do that. You could do Raph on his own. He's kind of a loner. Oh, yeah. That's how he gets himself in trouble. I don't know. I still... <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's what's going on tomorrow. I, I mean, I have so many backs. Like, I have a Two-Face costume I could wear that I made one year. And I have my go-to Jean Grey Marble Girl costume that I just wear whenever... Well, that's what your go-to slash... <laughs> that's what I just wear when I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> your pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, other than that, I didn't really put... I just... I'm not... Not really feeling the the Halloween spirit this year like I do most years. I don't know why. I think now that it's colder, it's helped. It was really warm. There well, for a I while. think also this is going to be the first year that I can remember in the past twenty years that it's not going to be rainy where we're at. Yeah, it is supposed to be nice, which will be nice actually if you're a trick or treater. Which I can't do that. I'm too old. But I could go dressed as just a giant baby. And trick-or-treat and tell them I have, like, gigantism or something. <laughs> All right. Um, Drunk on Halloween brought to you by <laughs> M&M's. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, let's uh, start talking about some, some stuff. That some newsy news? Yeah. Uh, so, the all-new Venom is coming up, and I'm kind of sad that Venom Space Night is ending because that was a totally cool take on on Venom. Yeah, I know nothing about Venom. Venom Space Night. But oh. you know, okay, so you understand old Venom. Yeah. Fought Spider-Man, big muscular. Right. Kind of yeah. Um he's going back to that like almost as if like he's the Max, which is uh. actually that's now that I just say that though, Maybe that's why I've always loved the Max so much because he was a Venom like stylized Venom like yeah. version. But uh no, this the Space Knight saga, um 
Flash Thompson right. being a righteous, awesome dude, having, well, I mean, he was a dick to Parker. And, he was. And but then well, he became a righteous, awesome dude. Well, then he, he joined the, the army and yeah. then legs blown off and then got the Venom symbiote right. and all all good. And then going through space and uh, kicking Why was alien. he in space? Uh, originally because he got picked up by Guardians of the Galaxy. Because he was part of, wasn't he an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. there for a minute? Yeah, but he, uh, they met on one of the planets, but it was like about about two years ago now that I'm thinking about it, that he had originally, I'm trying to think how that story arc went, but he had gotten picked up by them while they were on a planet, and this was also during the, the time of, um... Black Bolt, not Black Bolt telling us how he got here. Oh, Star-Lord talking about how he escaped the Cancerverse and that whole convoluted story. Mm. And so this was kind of Bendis's make Venom part of that team. Oh, and we um, know you love, love Bendis's, Bendis. yeah, team. And then they <laughs> took him off in a different direction. But at that point it was cool because the Venom symbiote went on to uh, multiple different uh, Guardians and turned them into like their version of the Venom ah. symbiote suit, which was cool. So this Venom, going back to his old muscular ways, but a little bit looking different. And it could be just stylized choice. Um, there isn't anything known yet about what's gonna happen or what's gonna happen within the book. However, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um That's exciting. Another th- and I'm and wondering too if he's going back to this, because Marvel secretly knows maybe he's gonna show up in Spider-Man Homecoming? I thought, well, I, from what I heard, what I read on the internet, which is always the most reliable source for any news <laughs> ever, um, I thought they were planning on doing Venom in the, one of the sequels, because, you know, they always play in, like, five movies. But out. I'm saying, though, ha- he's going like, to show the up trailer. at the end. Yeah. going to, like, the um, little after-trailer teaser bullshit. Yeah. And so what better way than to start having Venom be the old self instead of people being like, because you can't keep two separate universes God forbid, the people who watch the movies will just get super confused when they hit that comic book store and see a different Venom on the shelf. What the hell? Especially, (laughs) and and I'll say this too, I do love old Venom. I started to grow on this new Venom vibe, and I'm kind of like, I like the way they've gone with the story. As what we say with people's deaths in comic books, when they all of a sudden come back to, to life, I really get more pissed off because then their their death was pointless. Right. Except for there are certain times when it does make sense. I'm not saying every single bad guy needs to stay dead, or not bad guy, people needs to be dead forever. Right. This is one of those instances where it's like, I'm almost sad of like, I want them to do both. Like, allow Flash to still have a part of the Venom, but have the old Venom come back. Yeah. So, so wait. So, you, with the new Venom, it's not going to be Flash anymore? The, they've said it's a new host. Okay. And Which, so if Venom... the So, symbi- it's secret or who it is. So, who knows? Oh. So, the, if the symbiote leaves Flash, he, he'll die, is what you're saying. It's, that's what it was. That's what it kind of was they in the comic book. They put it on book. him so that he wouldn't die? Yeah. Well, okay. no, it wasn't. It was... He was because he was so meshed into. Um, but I'm just saying, um, they fixed that and retconned that. Okay. 
healed from that. But, no, I'm just saying I want that comic book to still... I still want Flash to be the good guy right. Venom. Slash Agent, Agent Venom, yeah. as he is being called. Um, Agent Venom. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So with, they'll, they'll do a bunch of shit and see what works. But like I said, the reason why I'm saying bringing that up, though, of like the Spider-Man Homecoming, if he's going to be in it, is because, lo and behold... Thor is becoming worthy again, and even though this is one of those stories that I am looking forward to as well, um, Unworthy Thor number one is coming out soon, and I can't wait to finally find out the reveal of why he was unworthy. That'll be nice. But It's been like a, over a year. No, yeah, it's been two years yeah. now. It was Original Sin, which was yeah. two, two years ago, uh, their event. Right, because it was pre. So this is, I mean, so it's about time that that has been answered. It's a stupid, small little thing in comic book realm. But if you're a fan of Thor, you've always kind of wondered this. But well, it's got to be something big. But then again, this the timing of this feels also kind of convoluted because Ragnarok is coming out. So now he needs to be worthy again. Yeah, so that he's <laughs> Thor again. Oh my god, this is starting to piss me off. <laughs> Like be- why? Why are you doing this, comic books? Because because Thor Thor can't be Thor now. Is because is he not Thor? Because people Thor. call him Thor. He's, yeah, that's his name. So does he so, have another name, Donald Blake? No, but this goes right. back to my whole bitching about the fucking. I know. I know. I just don't understand why they feel like they need to fix it for the movies because. Well, that's th- that's me reading into it. It, but it seems that. But it seems like every single yeah. freaking book has done that. Um, well, every around time, a movie c- comes out. Oh uh, yeah, every time a every time a new um, movie comes out or a new character is introduced or something like that, there's always a new comic book that comes out. Also, I'm kind of surprised that I haven't heard of uh, Logan coming back, Wolverine coming back from oh. the dead. Yeah, but they're doing Old Man Logan. And Old <coughs> I know, Man and that's Logan, where I'm like also yeah. thinking maybe they are going to keep him dead a little bit longer because right now we already have a, Old Man Logan. Yeah. And that's another one, too, where it's like, man, mm. I, I am loving... I was right, by the way. I, I was shit, so fucking I, right I, that I that was X-23. Oh, my God, when I was listening. I was going to hope that you were going to ignore that. <laughs> When I found that out, I was like, oh, those motherfuckers, I can't wait to rub it right in their faces. (laughs) And I'm totally, like I said, this is also taking a little bit different approach from the Old Man Logan story. Right, yes, of course. And throwing in a lot of other things, like, um, that's supposed to be 2024 or something. Yeah, it's not super far in the future. But it's far enough um, to where what Logan looks like in the 80s, because, I mean, time-wise... that's what I think Age of Apocalypse got totally correct on ages of most people at that time. Right. But Logan ages slowly, but from the 80s till then, that's 40 years. So his years, maybe he, 10 more years. So he's starting to gray, look a little yeah. bit older. Well, and was it, was it the last Wolverine movie where he lost his healing powers for a little bit? Is that, that what it was? Yeah. The one where he, the Wolverine or the Viper, or whatever the hell she was. But, so maybe that affected his... Maybe he aged a little bit But then, then you gotta think, though, then the one where he got sent back in time oh, happened, yeah, that, that retcon. Past, yeah. But then at the end of that, Stryker picked him up. So that's right. the... the Storyline that we're going off of Timeline that we're going off of now. So it doesn't matter Damn what it. happened in the other X-Men. Wolverine movies. I can never understand where they're at in time in the X-Men. Comic books or movies. 
<laughs> yeah. It's too convoluted. But I was right. I'm just saying this right now. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You win you win, I won. you win the medal. I won nothing. But <laughs> except me being able to say that I was right. Um in sad comic book news, we lost a great artist this week, uh, Steve Dillon. He worked with Garth, I always want to say Enos, but it's Ennis, Garth mm-hmm. Ennis, on uh, Preacher, The Punisher, and Judge Dredd. So they were kind of, they worked on it. And let me tell you, Preacher is a great story, but it would not be half as brutal if you didn't have great art to go along with it. Because there's no way you could do a character like our space without having just a really great illustration of that character. So it'll be a sad day in the comic book world when you lose talent like that. So I guess our hearts and thoughts go out to his family and, and friends. Um, something that uh learned last week, but uh, we didn't get to discuss it over the last weekend since we mainly did interviews. You were conning. Yeah. um, Tim Miller, who directed Deadpool, has decided to step away from Deadpool 2. What? Yep. uh, It's being said it's over him and Ryan Reynolds having issues, different opinions on the movie, which it, it really... I'm like 50-50 on whether I should be really pissed off or well, okay with, with I, it. I know that for the first movie, Ryan Reynolds really pushed for the writers of the movie to be on set and to be there when they were shooting because he was concerned that they were going to fuck up their vision. Mm-hmm. And maybe it has something to do with that. Well, that's what I feel when it comes to Deadpool... It was Ryan Reynolds that kind of leaked that. It was Ryan Reynolds that leaked that the yeah. tape. Oh my I god, mean, totally! It was also Ryan Reynolds who has born to be the character. A lot of the good things in the movie, Ryan Reynolds pushed for. But then again, there's a lot of other artistic stuff that the director had right. set up in his mind. So that movie was a combination, I feel, of both of them plus the writers. Right. But if you have a good script, and you also let Ryan just be Wade. You're going to have a, a well, great yeah. hit anyways. Look, look at all those those fucking YouTube videos that came out before the movie. All of those were great. And they didn't have a director, probably. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you know. It, I mean, it, it always scares me when people walk away from projects, because it, it makes me feel like it's going to be... It gives it, like, a black mark. Y- yeah, like yeah. Ant-Man had Edgar Wright. Yeah. And... Totally looking forward to seeing that version. I always thought that needed to be a more funnier, campier yes. uh, movie. What we got was actually a very good, solid mm-hmm. movie. Um, it it had a lot of funny things. I do think... I really would love to have seen Edgar's like thought process right. of some of the more funnier, campier... But at the same point, that was one of my favorite of all Marvel movies, especially being one of the less known mm-hmm. properties that they decided to gamble on. Yeah. Um it was great. And so it new director, I think Deadpool is going to be in a good 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 world, right. but That's well, like when John well John Favreau when he walked away from Iron Man cuz he did the first two Iron Man movies. But he also but they also knew though he was walk he wasn't walking away to like 
you already kind of started in the talks, and then yeah. he just was no, like, it was like they, I want to do other things. He, they didn't agree with his vision. Was that wanted. it? Yeah. That's, because that's what started the whole Marvel is really tight about the direction of their movies, almost to the point, that's why Edgar Wright dropped out of Ant-Man, because Marvel's so tight on the, the way they want their movies, to, which is fine, it's their property, they can do whatever they want, but they don't really let the directors have any artistic input. Okay. Which, well, I could see that, but I was saying, though, I thought that was already known before they started Before they started Iron the Man third 3. one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. John yeah. was already like, all right. I'm I think he was with... done right after the second one. Yeah. He was just like, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take Robert Downey Jr. anymore. But he still plays, um, what's his driver's name in Iron Man? Robert um, Downey Jr. Oh, um, Happy. Yeah, he's still, Hogan. Happy Hogan. Yeah, he still plays him in the movies. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Couldn't you have know been... what's hilarious to see in, is uh, John Favreau in uh, PCU. Wait, did you oh ever my see god! PCU? It's been so long since I've seen that movie, but yes, that's uh, fucking good movie. <laughs> and that's where, like, I'm like, he he was always like, because like when I first heard he was directing, I go, I always thought he was like an actor, but he's become more of a. He did Swingers. He's done, yeah, but I only saw that once. Oh, and that was when I was a kid, and I was I also not movie. really like knowing directors or caring right. about directors then. <laughs> I mean, for me, directors were Steven Spielberg. George Lucas. Yeah, those were the two names. <laughs> That's it, those two people. And James Cameron, because Terminator. Oh, um, yeah, and Titanic, of course. Yeah. I know you watched that 20 times. That's my favorite. <laughs> you cry every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, everyone, well, the world's, the world's most sold book, the Bible... Arguably the the best selling book in the entire world um, is getting right it... right next to uh, Dirk Manning's <laughs> Nightmare World. <laughs> uh, we that... gotta remember to ask. Him. <laughs> he should. They should. I want to ask him. Hey, what's the best selling book out there? And he'll be like, "Well, my book, of course." <laughs> okay, Dirk, but really, <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> um, it's getting its own graphic novel adaptation. The the Bible. Uh, over 2,000 page comic graphic novel. I don't know why I said comic. Graphic novel adaptation. 2,000 pages of a graphic novel. That's a lot. That's a lot of pages. Um, I'm really interested to see how... The Bible's violent, like so, I'm I'm interested in seeing where they this goes. Is this going to be the PC? We're going to teach kids about the Bible type of graphic well, novel. Everything. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of violence. There is though. I mean, they have it's to. They're like going to have to leave the Book of Genesis just right out. <laughs> there's well, too much humping in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's a lot of then other naming. Like it's almost like a Game of Thrones. Like me, son of. Son of Noah, son of David, oh, son yeah. of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, begat, begat, yeah. begat, begat, yeah. But there was a lot of visual... Well, yeah, there's a lot of visual in the Bible, too. I guess depending on which version you're reading, but, you know, they kind of describe a bit. So it is like a story worth visualizing, but I also... I always think of whenever you get the comic adaption, it becomes, like, tenfold more 
guts and blood, mm-hmm. unless it's made for kids, in which case it'd be the children's Bible they'd be adapting. So right. I am very curious as to how this will come out. And if they do a direct um, interpretation, if right. they're actually going to just take the words and put them in like word bubbles, or if they're going to do something where it's more of a, an allegory of the Bible... And I'm trying to even think of some famous ones that I've read of books where it was a story, but it was that story based on, like, a detective undercovering something. And Oh, right, right, right. I got what you're saying. I have n- can't think of any examples either. I know, I can't either. I'm, like, thinking it's got to be something <laughs> right. Sammy well, this, and Lucifer. The, the publisher, King Kingstone, of course. It's very biblical-sounding. <laughs> Kingstone. Um, it's going to be... It's, going to be 2,000 pages um, in either 12 paperback volumes or three large hardcover volumes. And it says um, that they're going to try really hard to portray the important narratives of the Bible, so it doesn't sound like they're going to include everything. They're going to leave out the boring stuff is essentially what they're saying. Um, And they even talk about uh, doing the Book of Revelation, which they said was the hardest one to adapt because it's... Well, that's like the most badass one. That's yeah. the one I read the most as, as oh. a kid because I'm like, whoa, and then people are going to disappear and the seven-pointed horn goat comes out and, like, the right. world's ending. And and if, if, if prophecy is true, then if that's going to happen, then, wow, I'm going to be listening to some heavy metal. Well, fuck, they already did that in uh, This is the End. Oh, yeah. That was and that movie. was pretty much the Bible's that end was. story. That was a great movie. <laughs> I would love to be hanging out with... Yeah. Um, so this is going to be for kids, though, because they, apparently they're going to try and portray all the rape and uh, slaughter in a very gentle way. I don't know what that means, but they're going to portray the feeling of all this stuff without being overly graphic about it. They have an artist. They didn't name him, but they have an art or her. They did... <laughs> Uh, from who uh, was a hor- is a horror artist Hor horror horror artist <laughs> from Marvel. So they've they've got it sounds like they've got some I don't know why they're doing this though when we're no God is dead. <laughs> I mean <laughs> there's a whole they should put those right next to each other <laughs> on the shelf. Make a choice. Choose. <laughs> yeah. Bible, God is dead. But but God's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> So that'll it'll be interesting. I own the um, the book of Genesis that was illustrated by Crum, but that is definitely not for children. There is a lot of boobs. We and have really sex in that. Uh, we've <laughs> talked about well at length Halloween, which I guess we would have talked about regards. Now the Bible. I mean, wow, we're really we're a progressive podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and by progressive, we mean we have no direction. No, <laughs> we did say. Uh, uh, horror writer. Um, horror. Yes. And yeah. speaking of, and I'm doing my damnedest every time you keep saying that for making the same fucking horror <laughs> joke. <laughs> so with that being said, there's a lot of good horror comic books. Yes. There are tons of great horror. <laughs> yes. Scary? Scary. I'm going to yeah, say scary and, from now on. Yeah. And, and, and partly to... I mean, I I, I, I want to say, yeah, scary. 
I don't find... I mean, some people can look at some of the murder and, like, shit that happens in Sandman Lucifer, but that's not horror. That's not, you know, Swamp Thing. And even Swamp Thing... Uh, I, mean, I think I it just really depends on what your definition of horror is because some people think of horror and they think of Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and shit like more that. More slasher. Yeah. And, it, and I feel, though, in the comic book realm, though, it's a little more um, nuanced in, in, I guess, the villains or, the, or like, the subject. Mm-hmm. Like, vampire books would right. be kind of... But even they've become more mainstream. I mean, Walking Dead... I would have considered a horror, but yeah. now I almost feel like it's not anymore. Like we've been desensitized to all the zombies. It, well, it's too mainstream now. Like, what does it make it not? I feel horror. like horror. Yeah, but horror, <laughs> horror classics. But what, okay, would you honestly think that Walking Dead would be in the horror section in a comic book store? Yeah. I guess not. Yeah. Are there horror comic book but, I mean, sections? The, no, but I mean, we know people. <laughs> yes, like our buddy Josh. He Josh Werner. He loves drawing horror books, yes. and Nightmare World would be more yes. of a horror ghost stories. I mean, there was, but I also feel like yeah, that I'm I'm personally too desensitized of what a horror book yeah. would be. Have you read any? But good horror books that you would consider just a good horror book lately? I was really trying to think of what my favorite one would be, and I, I, I feel sorry. I would, I would even, I mean, I would label anything that that Dirk writes. He writes in the realm of oh horror. Oh my god! But love stories to to die, like that. The dual, yes, like. The one in space is my favorite. I was, was going to yeah. say, really, really, those are horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but I almost feel like horror, yeah, that's sci-fi horror. Because the other one was... Um, like the, medieval. Yeah, medieval yeah. horror, but even didn't feel like... I mean, I guess Ash vs. The Walking Dead, but then that's a big property, too. Right. Which has kind of comedy, Yeah. so I don't feel like it's horror. So what about, like, Archie? But that's what was going to take yeah. the cake. Yeah. I feel... That gives me goosebumps reading it, um, and even the Sabrina one. I think anything that has Cthulhu, yeah, I mean yeah. Cthulhu around it, um, it's terrifying elder god. Oh, but <laughs> Afterlife with Archie. Wish there was one that came out that coincided this week. So that, oh, that would have been perfect timing. Yeah, definitely would be reviewing the shit out of that. I can't wait till the next one comes out. Definitely will catch people up if they aren't reading it. Do you think that that one, because I agree, I, it's those books are fucking great, and I, half of it is because of the art in it and how dark it is, and it makes it feel... Yeah, that's it, true, It gives you too. that horror vibe, but do you also think it's because Archie has always been such uh, the all-American comic, and now it's so dark that it almost makes it worse? That's the only reason why I picked it up at first. Yeah. I was like, these you know, goody two shoes kids. Like even then the new the new Archie series, I've kind of liked the re envision of it. But those old Archie comic strips, which they still you know make every now and then, um I look at them and I'm like, man, this is too bubblegum pop, like too feel good. There's nothing that is really weighing on their mind. Right. They're they're never gonna be poor. They're never gonna be struggling for this and that. He needs to pick which one of the two hot chicks in town he needs oh, to fuck. God, yeah. Like, oh my God, Archie's life totally sucks. Where the new one, it, it, the new one gives them some new nuances and everything, and it feels more 
like in the real world but then afterlife with archie it's just all that's out the window oh yeah you just have the familiar characters and their backstories that you've kind of remembered from the other comic books oh yeah it is it's and it's because it takes all of these characters it takes them all through their paces even the little side characters that you don't ever think about they all have these they end up with these really weird backstories and stuff that went on in their life and you're like i guess stuff really did happen to them (laughs) (laughs) i feel bad for him um the one comic that i read recently that fucked with my head was nameless by grant morrison and it took place in space i think i reviewed it a couple times on the show but holy crap so essentially it took like christian mythology like the like all this all these angels and stuff like that and like put it in space and added a supernatural element and when they got into space whatever was up there fucked with their heads so bad and the shit that they saw you have to give credit to Chris Burnham because I can't even like I would just sit there and stare at the page and just be like what the fuck am I looking at this is the craziest thing like dripping blood and entrails and just really weird fucked up shit and teeth and vaginas I just don't even know I can't like my brain still has a hard time just really wrapping it around that and that's what scares me is when I can't get something it it drives me crazy and it was gross all at the same time so that was that was my favorite from the last couple years um speaking about horror movies um because something that I just recently found out as in a Two seconds ago, have you? Did you ever read, watch Cloverfield? Yeah. Did you watch Cloverfield? Ten Ten Cloverfield Lane. No, I didn't watch that one. Set within the same realm, but a lot of people, when they started realizing, they were thinking it was gonna be like addition to Cloverfield, but in some way, it's connected um, in the Cloverfield universe. Um, there's the new Abrams uh, film God Particle coming out, which is about some uh, astronauts in space. And it's just been known that it is going to be part of his Cloverfield universe. Interesting. So. Fucking Abrams. Yeah. (laughs) And and that's where it's like, man, if if this is somehow, you know, connected to Cloverfield and it's about some um, space astronauts, you know, trying, you know, making a discovery and trying to survive, like, I I just want to get back to to the first one with the fucking giant alien monster. Oh my god, yeah. In like the found footage of that and how it's gonna go from there. That movie was great. It's they came out at a point when found footage movies were huge and there were tons of them. That was the only found footage movie that I liked. Right. Because it it well it started off without found footage and then it made the case of why the fucker was carrying around. If we die, I want someone to see this. Right. And they had. A, like four random other shots where they weren't filming where then it was like a regular camera showing them running from a giant fucking monster um steady cam but that yeah. was a good one my the only other found footage one that and I don't know if you've seen it it's Norwegian uh it's called Troll Hunter have you seen Troll Hunter no oh my god you have to watch Troll Hunter it is a it's a, essentially a similar type of movie where it's just these they're they're doing their shit and all that there's a giant troll like giant like giant troll just shows up and starts wreaking havoc 
and it's it's actually really 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 good. What's yeah. your what do you think your favorite uh, scary movie? Um, <laughs> movies don't particularly scare me too much. It, they more so gross me out more than anything. I would say that the the. I, I don't know. I'm not saying, like, it's just your favorite is I know, to I'm watch. Trying, I'm trying to think right now of, like, I really love uh, Cabin Fever. <laughs> <laughs> I I just really love that movie. I could watch that over and over and over again. It's, I could see, that one's a good one. Um, I, I want to go say that, uh, um, what's it called? Uh... You look like you're playing the guitar, so that doesn't give me any hints. <laughs> I will, you know, not even going to repeat the loving aliens and all this and stuff, so... But the one that seriously was a little freaky was the fourth kind. Okay. How that was the Mila uh, Jovovich yeah. in, in, was it Alaska? Yeah, because I had found footage stuff too, mm-hmm. but they but they start off by making it seem like it was a real movie. Mm-hmm. And even I didn't really believe it. If they also did, did like some early internet marketing campaigns to where they had like these tapes of like the real lady that Mila Jovovich was playing. Right. So you start thinking, okay, so this is a movie. It's like a so really Mila long... Jovovich, Unsolved Mysteries episode. Yep, but they then have, like, the <laughs> dash cam footage of the, the police officer, and then, like, the, like, oh. sounding, like, monster. That part freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. And and that's where oh, that, along with the fucking, like, the signs, the, the when the little girl's like, Daddy, can you give me a glass of water? And there's something on the barn roof or whatever, and then it just shows a picture of, like, alien on that barn roof like yeah and then it's disappeared like you just don't like aliens do you? they freak you out I, I i i believe in ghosts too yeah but i feel like ghosts truly can't really hurt me i'm afraid of murderers <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm really afraid of and i just as you were talking i thought of another movie that i actually haven't seen in a really long time and now i want to see it it's french keep going to all these foreign movies, but it's called, it's called High Tension, um, and it is, it, it's an appropriate title for the movie, because I spent the whole movie, like, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) and the the ending was awesome. It's one of those movies that you can only really watch once, though, because once you know the ending, it kind of ruins it for you, but I would also suggest watching that one. I will say, out of... I mean, because I'm going to, like, where there was some grossness in it, but, like, it didn't truly scare me, but I have to say for what it was, because I'd say it's a horror movie, or it's a scary movie, Halloween-ish movie, yeah. is, is the, the Saw movies. No. Oh. Just in the elaborate <laughs> ways that, like, coming up with that, yeah. you've got to be sadistic to be thinking right. how... Or, like, Cube. How those traps could could be. Mm-hmm. Um... So I think all those, and how normally you say you're fucking milking it when you come out and say movie, horror movies can kind of do that. Yes. Because they have the audience and there's not a lot of people making, like, you can make a scary movie on, like, a fraction of a fraction of, like, big game movies. You can even have some stars in them. It's just so much easier to edit and film and, 
Especially if you're doing found footage movies. And a lot of them is, yeah. <laughs> well, some of those, they can be expensive in making it found footage right. when it's not. But with them, um, even the bad effect, like, they're all mainly practical effects, so not a lot of special effects, and it's simpler to do with, like, a knife and, and right. blood. Um, I would also say that the the Final Fantasy, or not, Final Destination. Oh, was I was like, Final Fantasy? Yeah, I was Those say, are the, video games. <laughs> that first one. Yeah. Was But again, it's the elaborate death. It's the, how is this person going to die? Because it's not what you think. Right. And all of a sudden just... I agree, because... They, like, when the one kid thought, like, the belt buckle, like, he had the vision thought the belt buckle was, and then he got out of the car right when the train was coming, so the belt buckle didn't, but then all of a sudden, the, um, fuck, what the hell, the, um, the license plate came and went through his head, but I think the license plate said buckle or something. Oh. I I don't remember what, it, yeah. Yeah, I know in the, in the last, the last one I saw, the last Final Destination, they did. I think it was a couple years ago. They totally played up on that because I remember watching this girl walk around her kitchen, and they every t- they she'd walk up to the disposal, and I'd be like, oh, and then she walk and then she'd walk over to the blender, and I'd be like, oh, the blender's gonna get her. And then she'd walk by some knives, and you're like, oh, so you just spent this whole like half an hour scene just being like, oh, oh no, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Until, like, she tripped and hits her head on a table or something really stupid like that. No, I, I loved going and seeing, uh, what's it, The Ring? Oh, Seven went, Days. Yeah. yeah. And went, uh, me and a couple guys went with a group of girls. Um, <laughs> and should, should say, my fraternity brothers went with mm. a couple sorority girls. Okay. And that made it easier for what we were doing because they were pretty much roommates in their house and everything. So calling. Yeah. But not from our phones. We had someone else call them when we were with them saying seven days. So that they would think it's mainly us. Who the fuck would be pranking them knowing (laughs) that they've seen the movie? So they're freaking a little bit out. We then also later on that night took a ladder and put it outside their window Aww. <laughs> that signified, and then there's yeah, the, the fly. Was, yeah. There's, like, uh, the horse. Like, there was a couple things on that videotape. We had them a little, like... That's so mean. Yeah. Also, I mean, why would you go see a movie and then just assume that it's going to happen to you afterwards? But... <laughs> Because you ever see any of those other movies where it seems like <laughs> why you think that's going to happen to you, but you just... That's true. That's true. Ah, oh, there hasn't been any good horror movies say, that have come out recently, though. I have to say, like I said, it goes again though to I don't know. I guess I don't know the definition of horror. Yeah, um, they're all it's all gore and what do they call them? Jump scares. Jump yeah. scares. <laughs> like I think the Purge, if we're just going to be Halloweenish movies right. or scary movies, the Purge is also a very awesome take. New. That first one, I didn't quite know what it was going to be about, but I was like, this is a very interesting universe that they're exploring. Yeah. The second Purge, awesome. I haven't seen the, the newest one of the election one, but they're trying to overturn this Purge world and thinking, man, what are these people like that are truly doing this shit? Right. It's 
crazy. I did watch a couple new episodes of Black Mirror because that released on Netflix. Oh, I just found out that that got the newest thing. <sighs> one of there's one episode in particular. I think it's the f- third one. It just really fucked with my brain really hard, and I I actually like watch- kept waking up in the middle of the night. And just obsessing over it, and it just, I, I can't, I, I don't think I'm still over it. That's have you how seen, fucked up it was. Have you seen the other, yeah. like, seasons? Yeah. Did you see the the White Christmas? Yeah. Or the Black Christmas, whatever mm-hmm. it's called? That one was, like, Yeah. They're all, damn. that's where it's at now with, with horror, is shit like that. Yeah. It's really like, gets me, because it's, uh, they're so, because they're set in the future, but they're almost so realistic that you're like, this could happen. Mm-hmm. This Black really, Mirror really, really could happen. Is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And I just realized that when I was looking up some info to talk about this week, oh shit, Black Mirror, it's yeah. on Netflix, yeah. and I need to watch this newest season. Yeah. <laughs> The first episode um, has, uh, what's her name, Ron Howard's daughter. Bryce uh, Yeah, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard. She's in it, and it's it's she does great. It's a great episode, but the third one, man, it's all about internet trolling. But I also learned recently that there is a lot of more connections to um, different episodes, like, because they're not all, like, you know they're separate right things but they're you'll see some overlapping like in the christmas one the eye the things that record everything from the eye in, was in another yeah. one along with like other tech that there's so many in all the seasons stuff that they even put in the like the first episode that maybe the 10th episode that overlap mm-hmm. that they're they're like there's just easter eggs galore in yeah. that show that i'm like makes people turn to technology, a.k.a. the internet, to right. see and we're and just how, how propagating. Ing- yeah, ingrained <laughs> we are with with technology when yeah. we really... That's what's really scary. I know, because we should really help protect the planet. <laughs> well, don't we have Captain <laughs> that's Planet? Not, that's, that's not even a really good fucking segue at all. It wasn't. I got where you were going there, though. Because we... Captain Planet, he's a hero, and Leonardo DiCaprio... Wants to bring him to. Wait, what, uh, are you going to keep going? To, no. Why not? He's going to bring pollution down to zero. He's our powers magnified. And he's fighting on the planet's side. <laughs> I wasn't going to sing it because I don't. I want people to keep listening to the podcast. I, I want to I wanna, I wanna <laughs> keep hearing you. That's all, that's all I know. Really? I don't know the whole rest of the song. It's been since the 80s since I've seen that show. 90s? Early 90s. 80s? When the hell was that show on? It was uh, the early 90s. Was it the early 90s? So, Leonardo DiCaprio wants to make a movie about Captain Planet. I think... I think he could do it. He's been doing documentaries lately about saving the Earth and stuff like that. So, this just goes along with his grand scheme in life. Maybe he's been secretly filming when he's like <gasps> Leonardo DiCaprio's Captain Planet. I wonder if he's blue. From what I've from what <laughs> I've, I've I've learned of this project, uh, it's going to be an update, like almost like a Power Rangers, like, but not even a reboot. Like the Planet Tears no longer, like they lost the power, um, and oh, so this is almost like a sequel to the well, cartoon. Kind of, yeah. That yeah. like so, like somehow like. I guess the the knowledge him or something like they believe in him or 
or the ring maybe the rings are lost who knows but ultimately i've heard they're going to be more adult versions of the planeteers oh and then trying to bring them back that's what i've heard it (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) did you know uh Phil Collins uh, wrote the the lyrics for did he the Captain Planet theme song. I did not know that. Yeah. That's impressive. He also he like he wrote for the Lion King. So I mean you know, I guess that makes sense. But I'd watch it. I'd watch a Captain Planet movie. Yeah, I mean I don't care. Well, there was already that. Remember the the SNL one with or was it Funny or Die or is SNL with Don Cheadle? I have not seen that. Oh my no. god, that one's fucking hilarious. Where he just it. he just goes off and kills people because they're <laughs> they're being mean to the planet they're, they're deforced in a forest and it was like whoa he's finally lost it it makes me wonder there were so many cartoons when we were we, there was Captain Planet but we also had like Fern Gully and all kinds of movies that were like focused on us when we grew up saving the planet I think was was their plan I don't know if that worked <laughs> do you think that We've become more ecological as we've gotten older, our no, generation. I hope so. Uh, it's hard to tell yet, I guess. But um, I have I have a book that I can talk about right. in our comic book podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is not Halloween related, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because um, this is a very specialized audience for this book. Uh, so I picked up Love and Rockets, number one. Love and Rockets uh, is... Uh, well, it used to come out as a magazine, essentially, in the 80s. So the first issue of this came out in 1981. So it's the same age I am. So it's been around for 35 years. And it's always been written by Gilbert and Jamie Hernandez, brothers. Um, but their characters are very... Uh, uh, they're all female. Like, their main characters are all female. Jamie, the magazine is split between um, their two properties, so they don't write together. They write two separate storylines, and then they just put them in the magazine. Okay. And when you when you open it and look at it, it looks like one of those old-school indie comic book magazines. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not in color. It's very uh, stylized in terms of the art. There's some big... Uh... There's some big boobs... And this, <laughs> I was gonna say big panels to tell you the truth. <laughs> There's some big boobs in this too. Um, so the I I haven't read all of Love and Rockets. I mean, it goes back for years and years and years. And um, I've picked it up here and there, but it it's very even though it's written by guys, and there is um a lot of sex in it, and like. Like, the whole last story in this... Well, not the very last story, because the last story is about alien sex. But the last main story... <laughs> it's like just the look on your face right now. Um, the last main story is basically about, like, this aging porn star who has these girls who are trying to be her. And, like, calling themselves, like, versions of her and trying to take her place and her, like, com- falling out of the scene and people coming in and taking her place. So even though it's about that, it's still very woman focused. Like they're not properties. Mm -hmm. There's not hardly any men in the comic book. It's it. They make it very clear that these women are in charge of their own lives. And then the, the other story is 
basically about these two friends. One of them is a lesbian. The other one is sometimes a lesbian, um, but they who have been friends their whole lives. And um, the one thing I do like is, especially in the the first story, um, the two friends you can see like in this book they look like they're maybe in their late thirties, but when this yeah. series started. It, they were they were teenagers. They met on like the punk scene, so they were just a bunch of young punks. So through time, these writers have aged their characters and appropriately. Like they don't look like young wanna be young people. You know, they don't look like somebody my age trying to be an eighteen year old. They look like they're an appropriate age for the time that has elapsed since the book first started, which I thought was really cool. If you own a property like that, I don't see why you couldn't just transition them through time like that. You don't have to keep them eternally young, but I, I really liked it. The last story, the alien, the alien story, hilarious. the alien story. I think that's just a, a throw in. There's like one. I mean, it's not really that much of a story. No, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's a little, it's a little pornographic. <laughs> the last one is um but the the second story in here um the one about Fritz it's a little confusing if you haven't read the any of the other books mm-hmm. somebody has died or there's there's a bunch of draw it's very telenovela so uh, um there's parts I couldn't follow because I haven't read all of these so I was just like well this is fun I don't really understand what's going on, but the first one I thought was also, was really, really good, and you could probably breeze through even if you hadn't read anything else. So, again, not for everybody. It's it's for a very specific audience. If you're not into super indie-type comic books or anything like that, then I wouldn't pick it up. Stop looking at me with those eyes, Tony. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, give it a try. This, this is one of those things that's been around for 35 years. I thought it was interesting, and yeah. if it's been around that long, right. I mean, it's great back reading. I, definitely, and I, there's something to be said about two guys who can really dig into, like, female characters like this without being offensive. Yeah. So. Um, well, it is actually, as we're throwing off our books towards the end of the show, because <laughs> we are running a little late, because... We like to gab about other shit besides... Yes, and I, and I was off for a week, so I had a lot to say. You got have. booze in a book? I do. Booze in a book is more Halloween-focused than my review was. Um, so one of the things I always remember about Halloween is um, watching Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, always Halloween, all the time. Every single time you watch Scooby-Doo, it feels like it's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're all wearing costumes. It's, all, it's, it's, so, it's so true. It's To me, I think if there's one cartoon that when somebody says Halloween cartoon, besides Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, it would be really any Scooby-Doo episode, mm-hmm. but they totally have specific Halloween episodes, too. But I still watch Scooby-Doo because Scooby-Doo yeah. is eternal. But this week, Scooby-Doo team-up number 19 came out, and this time they team with Zatanna, who is a magician, which makes it even more Halloween-y. <laughs> Halloween-y. <laughs> Halloween-y. <laughs> um, so she does something to my Halloween-y. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm really scared. Um, so Zatanna is teaming up with the gang to uh, look for Zatara, who is it? Zatanna's dad, who has gone missing. So a very typical Scooby-Doo plot. You know, they go 
spend half their time chasing after one thing and it ends up being something else. But if you love Scooby-Doo, and who doesn't, and if you don't, then fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Then you should definitely pick up Scooby-Doo Team Up. And you should drink it with a Scooby snack, which... How would you drink a Scooby snack? Well, you would make it as a drink, which... (laughs) um, And I don't know what real Scooby snacks taste like, but I would imagine that somebody did some great research to make sure that this exactly matches what a Scooby snack is supposed to taste like. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) It has a half ounce of Midori melon, a half ounce of pineapple juice, it has a half ounce of Malibu coconut, and a half ounce of... Um, like banana liqueur, creme de, creme de bananas, something banana flavored. And you mix that all together and you mix in some whipped cream with it. Not on the top. You mix the whipped cream in with the drink so it has that really weird, funky, thick green yeah, color that, to it. Mm-hmm. And you drink that. It's delicious. Sounds sounds yeah. good. That, that's booze in a book. Yeah, there you go. Awesome your Halloween on. Alright, well, <laughs> it's getting towards the end of the show. Yeah? You got anything smart or funny or endearing to say to wrap up today? I was going to try to do a Scooby-Doo impression. <laughs> I, I, don't you have a Scooby-Doo impression? I feel like I've listened to old Junk on Comic podcasts. I may have one. <laughs> I guess, but if we're going to be more Halloween... Halloween-y. I, I, I feel like <laughs> the best quote ever... Could be a number of people that have said that quote. I mean, it's just it's just universal. Jason. Yeah, I was going for Jason, but then I was like, I feel like there's a little bit of a Frankenstein in there, a young Frankenstein, because it sounded like my voice cracked. Oh well, stay thirsty for. Candy corn? The Game of Thrones. Girls, <laughs> not too many... Are you making a... Stay, ta- stay thirsty, thirsty for words. Stay thirsty Candy for corn words. would have been great because then that's going to be the next holiday of Thanksgiving. Mm. Even though it kind of goes candy with... Candy corn is totally Halloween and it's delicious. And... I know, but then I think of candy corn being the best corn for Thanksgiving. Go find Tony and sit on his throne. <laughs> And cut. Ah. <laughs> uh.